Hey, ho, what do you know? It's time for the Matt Dean Clark Show. Everybody, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the podcast that critics are calling. If you like this show, you have real problems and no taste. Okay, great. Well, welcome aboard. Thanks for joining us for another edition. Um, and <laughs> I'm so dark. <laughs> what are you doing? You're, you're providing your own light source, Clark. Yeah. Right? We have uh, special oh, returning away. champions to the podcast. We got Clark Wilson. Hey, how you doing? Hey, pretty good. And then Brett Saxon. More like Dark Wilson. <laughs> There's no lighting just on. Going away. Uh, Brett, you are the master of puns, and that you've just proven it this evening. Uh, welcome to the program. If you are listening to us on the audio version of the podcast, wherever podcasts are found, thank you for joining us. And realize that there is a visual component as well, and you can check us out over on Twitch. So go and check that out. And vice versa, if you're seeing us only on Twitch, that's the only way you know of us, you can check out the audio version as well, too, if you, you probably prefer, because we're kind of, some of us are hideous. Me, I'm hideous. Yeah, but we can all agree on all that. of us. Yes, uh, but let's start this week with our everyone's favorite segment, which is the advice section. Oh, great! Get it out of the way. Yes. Get that shit out of the way. I know most people say save the best for last, but not us. We start <laughs> save the worst for last. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, in case then, you forget. Right, that's a good point. We are going to do that then. It kind of falls in line with that. Uh, but this is the advice section of the week. If you have any questions, comments. Uh, kudos, concerns, reach out at notgoodwithmat at gmail.com. That's notgoodwithmat at gmail.com. And we'll try to read one of your advice, questions, or comments on a future episode. You can also just type it in on the Twitchers, too, if you have any comments. But we'll start here with someone wants to know. She's saying that she is mad at her ex. She broke up with somebody. She's mad that her ex is dating after they agreed to break up. They broke up and, dis- and agreed to date other people. They said, okay, we're going we're gonna to go our separate ways. We can date whoever we want. But she wasn't ready for herself to, and for her ex to embrace that idea so fully, which is what is going on right now. What do you guys think about that? She wants to know, does she have a right to feel kind of burned on this one? I think she needs to feel how we tell her to feel. Yeah. <laughs> tell her how to feel. <laughs> no, yeah, she has the right to feel any way she feels. Uh Feel like I do. Is that a <laughs> Vin, yeah. Diesel the Vin Diesel song? That's a bang. Check yeah. out Vin Diesel's song. Feel like I do. Um, Classic. Yeah. We play it every week at Slappers on the uh, at the after show. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a seal. Um, it sounds like to me like you didn't break up in your mind. Like Whose you, idea was this? Uh, she said that it was hers. Then you just have to move on. Exactly. Once you break up. Oh wait, uh, is it is it the next day? No, this is this is this is months later. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. You gotta move on. Yeah. Get, get real. Exactly. That's that's Clark's advice. Get, get real. real. <laughs> That'll be your catchphrase. Fuck out of here. We're gonna make t-shirts. Clark t-shirts. <laughs> uh, next one. Uh, grandma moves next door and sees a chance to rewrite rules. So a grandma mm. is moving next door to her grandkids and sees that as a way for her to force change in her daughter-in-law's rules. How do you guys feel about that? Love it, Grandma. That's a power move. That is a power move. That's a retired, like, I'm just going to do whatever I want. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah. Make it see, make you, oh, you heard the thunder out there. Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Bink Film is saying it's rumbling stomach. in Becker. 
So yes. if you're in Becker, careful of the, the rumbling. Yeah. Be safe out there, everybody. The nuclear power plant's melting down. That's the rumbling you feel. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I say, <laughs> I say if this woman is uh, 80 or 90, 90 years old, probably. Yeah. Um, I don't think that she would know that much about life, so I would never take that person's <laughs> advice or even, uh, yeah. I think you could just ignore her. Right? Why do they say long in the tooth? Like, your teeth don't get long. Is it like your gums recede? And isn't that normally used for people that talk a lot? Doesn't that mean... No, like I shadow? thought long in the tooth meant you're old. old. Or wise. Uh, or just yeah, old. Yeah, I guess those kind of go hand well, in let's hand. Let's get our I research guess. department on that. And yeah. see what we can find. Uh, sure, Matt, you have your hand on a keyboard. Go I also... Ahead. I wanted to know, too, what... Um, you know what? Maybe blue... she doesn't have teeth. Long yeah, in the maybe. denture. <laughs> long in the denture. Well, we asked last week what blue hair meant. And that just meant like someone that dyed their hair, right? Isn't that Did what we, we asked kind of, that? What? Who asked we ta- that? I think we talked what about that. What are you talking maybe, about? Maybe that was off. Did you mic. have a conversation with yourself? <laughs> I had a solo podcast with no microphones, just in my car. Car yeah. wasn't running. Just uh, in your closet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they also say blue hair, too. Huh. And I'm not sure what that is. Who says to. that? Yeah. Ever. That's a common phrase. That's like long in the tooth. That's like that same. So what did you find out about long in the tooth? Oh, I didn't even look. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I already forgot. I answered a couple of emails. Long in the tooth. Okay, meaning it means. No, I know it means to be like wise, but or old. But rather why did, old. Why do they call it that? Right, that's the question. But we'll find an answer by the end of the podcast. Uh, from there, let's go to entertainment news and comics. That's entertainment news and comic books of the week. We'll start with a couple of comic books. So we'll pull up here just some of my uh, personal favorites. So I've talked about these ones specifically, but um, one, I ran out of time to read any new ones this week. <laughs> but I did uh, grab these ones that I've been a fan of in the last couple of weeks. One is Feeder. Uh, this is pretty awesome. This is about a um, 80s action movie star who ends up getting, you know, he basically is down on his luck. Um, he's alcoholic, he's lost all of his gigs and you check in with him like 30, 40 years later. And he's like a hitman for the mob and kind of seeing, he's still trying to relive those old glory days, but it's pretty cool. And it's an independent comic and I highly recommend checking out feeder. It's only on uh, issue number two. So get that while it's, you know, kind of, kind of getting fresh. Yeah. Really good. And I could see them, someone making a movie off of that and being, then you definitely sweet. want the first issue first yes. printing. Yes. It's kind of cool too because it's independent. It's like all you know. There's no ads, anything in that. So it's just like this fresh. They should put fake ads. In they it. should. Yeah. Totally. Like the thing where you cut it out out the thing and put in your information, and then they mail you a submarine. Right. Oh, too soon. <laughs> too soon. Submersible. Yeah. 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 Well, that's where that guy ordered that. He got it in a Cracker Jack box, right? <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, did you see that? And we talked about this, um, but not on air. But there was a Subway sandwich shop in like one of the Carolinas, north or south, and they put on their sign outside of the subway shop, it says, our subs won't implode. And uh, people, rightfully so, or maybe not rightfully so, got up in arms. Uh, how do you feel about that? If you saw that joke, would you get like offended? Well, you'd probably offended, def- no. Definitely too soon, right? Maybe. It, it's not even the best written joke, but it's like uh, people were apparently up in arms and had that, that removed. Uh, other comic book is Haunt You to the End, 
This is a uh, um, haunt you. Yep, pretty haunt. cool, uh, pretty cool paranormal ghost horror book. So check that out as well. That's on issue two. So there you go. Get them while they start and they're fresh. Uh, big news of this week. Let's go to entertainment news. Is that announced today? Of course, this is what I think you were referencing earlier, Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, is the uh, actor strike, which is starting today. We're going into the 11th week of the writer strike. So that is going on. Wow. Yeah, for a very long time. Um, and the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers, they're saying they're not even going to dig in till this fall. Um, they said not Halloween precisely, but late October before they even get back to talks. And the reason why the studio heads, and they said this in a deadline article that came out this week, they said to do so, the studios and the AMPTP believe that by October, most writers will be running out of the money, their money, and after five months on the picket we'll lines. We'll cave. Yeah, and we'll cave. Uh, the end game is to allow things to drag on until union members start losing their apartments and losing their houses. This is what an actual studio executive said to deadline and said, um, acknowledging this cold as ice approach, several other sources reiterated the statement. One insider called it a cruel but necessary evil. Wow. So there you go. Bastards. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, so yeah, convinced that giving in, as another insider put it, to the writers will result in every contract cycle from the WGA, IATSE, and Teamsters, and more ending in a strike. So there you go. They're aiming for the bottom line. I love playing IATSE. Yeah, that's really your, that was your favorite game. Yeah, <laughs> I remember we'd get the family together and just play a game IATSE. IATSE. Uh, I guess the other <laughs> big uh, entertainment news is more kind of gossip. Um, which is Jonah Hill. I don't know if you've been following this. I saw this story. Yeah, and there's one where it's an ex-girlfriend where she's basically, you can check out the text on your own if you want to check it out, viewers or listeners. I don't think that's cool, releasing private text. Right, right. And it definitely, he does come off, it's a lot of stuff where he's confronting her through text, his ex-girlfriend about, you know, her wearing scantily clad outfits. Well, this was before they dated, I think. Yeah, well, and during it. This was a lot of it was during it because she was saying that he was like mentally abusing her and brett you send me these texts about me all the time so, yeah yeah brett well, you I, gave him the idea yeah. explain <laughs> yourself it's like jonah why are you wearing such scantily clad yeah. clothing he should have worn the bikini right. yeah <laughs> he actually he held the door open for me one time um jonah hill name, name check yeah wow did i just drop this yeah name? you dropped something yeah. did you thank like him uh well i did so or were you were you like chivalry isn't dead <laughs> this was uh stud this was uh this was a must been more than 10 years ago and I was a production assistant and I was in a building in Culver City and he held the door open and yeah. I remember he'd only done maybe like 40 year old virgin or super bad at the time yeah but he held the door open I go thank you and then he goes you are very welcome wow and then I was like nice well, there you go so does that mean that he's a good guy in all, every <laughs> facet yes yeah no, no no that doesn't mean that but it sounds like he's maybe a little uh he seemed um, very cordial though i read some of these messages and he was just like you know what if that's not cool go ahead i respect you and right yeah have a good life he did he yeah. said he said that those were his boundaries some of the stuff and he's like if you can't respect that yeah it's true but then there's other things that came out including one from a uh let's see an actress alexa nicholas or nicholas do you know her I have no idea. From Zoe 101, you love that show, I thought. I have no idea what that is. Uh, But she alleged that Hill had assaulted her at a party hosted by barbarian actor Justin Long. Um, Hmm. That was when she was 16 and Hill was 24. Uh, I guess he came up to her and wanted... What's she doing at a party at 16 with a bunch of adults? And she talks about that, too. She actually does call out Jonah, or calls out Justin Long and says... um, Justin Long in the tooth. 
<laughs> nice callback. Uh, says, hey, Justin Long, I find it interesting you being in a barbarian as a this predator. This is a Jonah Hill I'll die on. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry you guys were listening and watching this particular episode. Uh, but she goes, hey, Justin Long, I find it interesting you being in a barbarian as a predator. It must have been weird playing some of your friends. You knew your roommate was assaulting oh. Oh. a minor under your own roof. You let it happen. Eek, I hope you regret it now. <laughs> So there you go. She says that. And then she said that uh, Jonah Hill asked her to have a cigarette with him and then wouldn't give him the cigarette and then, I guess, made a move. This is when she was 16. Um, she said, when I asked him for it, he said nothing but slammed me to the door and shoved his tongue down my throat. So there you go. That's gross. Did you uh, – there's a question from yeah. The Voice, Joshua Joseph, asking if you gave him mouth hugs. For holding the door open. I did, yeah. You should have put your tongue down his throat. Right. Well, cigarette. I thought that's just normally how you say hi out yeah. there. So. <laughs> Why do people say that? I mean, the only, it's only going to be true when, like, Gene Simmons does it. Right. You can't get the tongue very far. Yeah. Uh, I don't you, know. I mean, yeah, Gene Simmons can. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's where it would... <laughs> That's where it's apropos. <laughs> that's, yeah. I have this great idea of Gene Simmons. That is where it's Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, from there, let's go to uh, checking in. This is the checking in segment of the week. This is where we kind of talk about what happened in our last weeks. You guys, have you had anything interesting happen of note? Um, anything Anything cool? Jonah Hill didn't hold the door open for me. <laughs> yeah. But you still tried to kiss him? He pushed me away. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess for me, you know, we could talk a little bit about the demon in my wall situation. So we've been yeah. talking about this the last few weeks. It hasn't been resolved yet. No, it's been taking a while. So for those of you new to the show, um, <laughs> this, uh, this thing happened where all of a sudden there was this clicking in my wall. Um, and it would go all around the room, and then it turned out to be bats. So I have a bunch of bats. Yeah, baseball my, bats, right? A bunch of just baseball <laughs> bats. Rolling um, around. That's what they do with them after the All-Star game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and you know, people came out um, from some department uh, to take care of these bats, and they yeah. said they couldn't yet because there was a time period up till June 7th or 6th or something like that, where or July 7th or 6th, where they couldn't touch the bats because they were protected. Um, under some kind of wildlife or DNR or whatever it is. And yeah. so because of that... They're boning down, right? Yeah. They, were bo- they were mating, Yeah, right? exactly. That was their mating season. And yeah. so you can't kill them then. You have to wait till they have babies, and then you can kill them. <laughs> no, no, but then you can just... Uh, they set these traps where they can, uh, they can leave, um, and they actually showed me these traps. So um, a guy ended up coming there, but it took a while. Like, he kept being late, this one vendor that they chose. Yeah. They were like, okay, well, let's schedule for this day, and then he wouldn't show up. And I was like, you guys should just get a new vendor, maybe. You know what yeah. I mean? But they, they finally got this guy. Um, and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to I'm gonna bail and not hang around while he's there. And so I left and got some sushi at the sushi train, which is just You're brand so new. You're so cool. I'm pretty wow. cool. Well, it's brand new. Uh, and I got a, I got a shout-out sushi train over by... Uh, um, in, I don't uh, know if I like that name. Lake Bidet <laughs> <laughs> Macasca. It's actually cool. It's just on, it's one of those conveyor belt sushi places. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we should go are, there. Do, we I'm should down. do a live episode there. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to eat my sushi off of naked women. But have the. Have are the, they on the conveyor belt going yeah, on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you're on a train. <laughs> you should only have the microphone on the conveyor belt, though, so you're like trying to yell in there. <laughs> yeah, you're Doppler effect. And I think about this. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
um, but so I when I got back, the guy was still there, and he actually showed me these traps, or kind of it's yeah. not really a trap per se. It's like it's a thing that lets them fly out, and then if they try to get back in, they they could get in, but it's it's all smooth. It's like smooth plastic, so they wouldn't be able to actually have their claws, you know, grab onto it. So they would slide out, and so that would prevent them from getting back in, but gives them the opportunity to get out. But when he got there, he said that um, he had specifically told the apartment complex after the first time he checked it out, don't do anything with these entrances. You know, they found these different holes all over. Don't do anything with those because, uh, you know, that's my job. I'm going to do that in a few weeks. And so he said when he got there, they had all been cocked over and oh, so that all, uh, and he said that we're stuck in there what probably happened is they were stuck there and died so they probably ended up killing all those bats oh, oh so gonna reek yeah it probably will reek he said you might smell that soon um and but this i wanted to bring up was well, let me know if this is weird or not so he was in my bedroom at one moment <laughs> he and laid uh, in my bed <laughs> and took a nap and, <laughs> and so i'm on my computer my computer's in there on my desk and yeah. so i'm just typing and this guy he cracks open the window takes off you know the screen and he's kind of hanging out the window so it's just his butt and legs hanging inside yeah. and then his top half's hanging outside yeah and he's doing that and then all of a sudden you know it's quiet and then I just I know hear, where this is going. And he just lets it rip, like wow. right there. And I was like, uh, I just started laughing just because I was like, I didn't know. You know what I mean? It was just a weird thing for a total stranger to do, I think. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, yeah, it gets kind of frightening out here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it literally scared the shit out of you, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Did so, you say that? I did, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that he didn't laugh, which was what made me think maybe he had like an actual issue. <laughs> yeah, oh, jumped. yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe he didn't hear it. Yeah, he might not have heard it. He smelled it, though. But I thought yeah. it was pretty good. <laughs> it was di- silent but deadly. <laughs> A little SPD. Um, uh, also, I saw David Cross on uh, Tuesday night. He did a live show at the... Um, oh, I thought you were going to say it was at Sushi Train. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was hanging out at Sushi Train. <laughs> no, he was doing a stand-up show. And uh, yeah, it was pretty good. It's cool seeing. I mean, he's I've seen him live a couple of times. Who's that first half? Was that sold out? The uh, big room or Seventh Street? You know what's funny? So he posted on his Instagram that it was sold out. Mm. But then I went online and then just like went through the process, and you could still buy tickets. Oh wow! So it was weird. I don't know. Did they release some last minute? Maybe is that a thing? Or is, is he it? just? Yeah, that's a thing. Okay, but okay. maybe he also they found an lying. little extra room. Yeah, yeah. like hundred tickets just became available. This person died. We can yeah. sell another ticket. Right. No. Yeah. We're, hooray, hooray, she died. Um, <laughs> but uh, but so he did. The one thing that was kind of of note was that uh, this, there was a heckler right at the very mm. end. Uh, was pretty drunk. It was just laughing at a weird, but doing this weird like laugh moan type thing. Mm. And David Cross just stopped and, and goes, uh, he like kind of snapped on the guy. And usually, like, I've seen him play off of hecklers pretty well. But I think he must have been, he must be so used to doing that for so long that he's just over it. Because yeah. he ground the show to a total halt. And he was just like, no, you shut the fuck up. You get the fuck out of here. And he's like, he's like, get him out of here. And then he just stops. He's like, I'll wait. And he's like, this bit is one of my favorite bits. He's like, he's going to ruin the whole bit. I'll wait. And he stood on the stage. And he was drinking a beer for, it felt like forever. Yeah. And it took, it seemed like it took the first day of security a while to, like, 
realize like he's not kidding and this isn't a joke or whatever yeah and then uh once they finally and because the guy goes he goes no just keep going the guy the heckler yeah and and david cross was like you're you're trying to help the show but you're not and this is this is awful i'm not gonna let you do this i'll just wait and so he was just sipping a beer and just hanging out and it was weird it was super uncomfortable and then uh and then finally they did got they the kick guy you out and then they kicked me out and listen i had it coming <laughs> But uh, I did see that guy afterwards, and he was like joking around with his friends, like, uh, "Wasn't that awesome? Wasn't <laughs> it was that so fun? funny!" Yeah. Like, oh, geez, that's so bad. He's cool. Yeah, very cool. All right, from there, let's go to movies. This is some movie reviews of the week. Gentlemen, what have you guys been watching this week that you can recommend or tell us to stay away from? Who wants to start? I guess I will because yeah, uh, Brad is distracted with something. <laughs> yeah, I watched an old movie, a noir movie. It was called uh, The Hitchhiker, not to be confused with The Hitcher uh-huh. or whatever. Similar premise, though. Where is it? It's like a, it's like a mani- psychomaniac serial killer and... These two dudes are going fishing, and he holds them hostage, and they go across the border down to Mexico. It's, like, set in California. Okay. And then uh, he, he, like, tells them, I'm going to kill you the second you're not useful to me anymore. So they keep trying to be useful to, to outlive him. I can't remember who any of the actors were, though. Uh, it says it was... Um well, it says that it was written and directed by Ida Lupino, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, she's an actress. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it was a good movie. Well, cool. So you give that a good? Or? Yeah, I give that a good. The right. Hitchhiker. Well, there you go. Here on the show, we it's like only to... like an hour and ten minutes. I see. I prefer that. Those old noir movies. Too. Yeah, those old movies are so yes. short. It's basically like an episode of a show. Uh, that is the way to do it. And uh, the total opposite of what I saw this week, which was Mission Impossible. You already Ooh. saw it. Yep. Dead Reckoning. Is it that long? Yeah, it's uh, almost three hours. Oh my god. Uh, Mission Impossible Seven. Dead Reckoning Part One <laughs> is the just rolls off the tongue that that title. Um, so yeah, it's a long movie. It's um, listen, it's not going to change the world of cinema, but it's uh, it's a fun watch. I love all Ooh, those movies. Oh, yeah. I've heard good things about it. Who's and in it, that one again? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's brand new. Is Tom Cruise? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You might like fresh him. on the scene. Yep. Cruise. That's <laughs> yeah, cool name. That is, I like that. That's a cool name. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> But so, yeah, so it's, uh, no, it is really good as far as, like, if you've seen any of the Mission Impossible movies and you, it's the same thing. And, uh, you know, you're going to get some over-the-top stunts. You're going to get some good action set pieces. Hmm. Um, so that stuff is good. So I'll give that a good. Here on the Ooh. show, we like to give things good or not good. I'm giving Mission Impossible 7, Dead Reckoning Part 1. <laughs> I'm giving it a good. <laughs> so there you go. Check that out. Um, it's not does it actually say Mission Impossible 7? I thought it was just Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. It is, but it one. is part 7, so I'm going to fully say that. But that seems <laughs> part 7 and then you say part 1. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Leonard part 6. Um, also, I uh, I watched um, on Criterion Collection, they have a whole 50s Kubrick, Stanley Kubrick collection, hmm. which is his... Is that uh, how you say it? I thought it was Kubrick. Kubrick? Stanley Kubrick? I go Kubrick. A cool whip. Yeah, cool whip, Rick. All right. Um, All right. But uh, he is, listen, potato, potato, Kubrick, Kubrick, you know, Um, that's a common (laughs) phrase. But uh, but yeah, so that is um, 
He's got four movies from the 50s that are considered classics. The Killing? Uh, yep, Killing. Uh, Fear and Desire is the first one um, from 1952. Killer's Kiss from 55. Oh, I've seen that. That's a good one. Did you like Killer's Kiss? Yeah. Um, yeah. See, that one... I you got to refresh like, my memory, though, because it's been a while. Well, that is um, his second film, and that's about the uh, a middleweight boxer at the end of his career, and he gets into a relationship with his neighbor who's involved with the mob. The yeah. mafia, yeah. Mm. The um, killing is better, though. Killing's but, way better, yeah. yeah. Um, and so then the killing was 1956, and then Paths of Glory is the fourth one. And Paths of Glory, have you seen that? No. Oh, that mm. is. I need to see those, like old ones. I've yeah. never. And then there's another one he did that I haven't seen that's like old, like Roman or crap, what was it? Um, I mean, not Spartacus. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe it is Spartacus. No, he, it's not. He didn't do that, I don't think. Yeah. Cuber? Did he? Did he? Yeah, let's, get, let's get our research yeah. department on it. All right, I'll check it out. Yeah, research uh, department is on it. Uh, but Paths, Well, I might as well just look it up because then I can look. Oh, Barry Lyndon? Yes. That's I've never great. seen that one That's either. awesome, yeah. Uh, but Paths of Glory is great, um, and that's with Kirk Douglas as uh, Colonel Dax, a commanding officer of French soldiers who refuse to continue a suicidal attack um, in uh, World War II. Or, sorry, World War One. Uh, really good, really intense, um, beautifully shot. That's Stanley like, Kubrick and uncredited Anthony Mann directed Spartacus. Oh, there you go, uncredited. Mm. There it is. Written um, by Dalton Trumbo. Oh, nice, awesome. Who wrote uh, Johnny Got His Gun? A ton of movies. But Johnny Got His Gun is such a freaky book. It's the way where the soldier loses all of his limbs and he can only communicate in his brain. And so you just hear his thoughts. But he can't speak. He's just like a no arm, no leg guy. How do you hear his thoughts? Because that's like how it's written in the book. It's oh, written from his okay. thoughts, yeah. But that's, yeah, terrifying. Um, but Paths of Glory, I recommend to you, Clark, because that's like, it's, I will say it's probably in my top 10 movies of all time. And I'll watch it at least once a year if I can. Um, but yeah, recommend that. There you go. Brett, you seen anything? No. There you go. All right. That's, <laughs> that's movies for the week. <laughs> All right, from there, let's go to uh, TV of the week. This is TV Reviews of the Week. Brett, what do you got? What have you seen this week that you can recommend to us? <laughs> oh, my you God. You watch a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I've been getting back on the Righteous Gemstone yes. train. And How far are you? The new season. I guess I didn't finish the last season, season two, so I finished that. <laughs> okay, they just jumped to the season three. Yeah, and now I'm uh, maybe episode two into season three. Okay. Um. Part two, one, two or three, yeah. Dead reckoning, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's okay. I feel like they're going through the same, you know, start of the season. They're like kind of pretentious little, uh, uh, kind of privileged kids, and really playing that up. Uh, and then they're gonna pull it together at the end. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I yeah. like it though. I mean, I like uh, the introduction of Tom Cruise being in there. Spoiler. Tom Cruise is on there? And uh, no, but Sturgill oh. Simpson is. A little fun <laughs> yes. fact. Yep. Which is really cool for all the music heads out there. And who does he play? He plays one Himself. of the Himself. Yeah. <laughs> no, he plays one of the like one of the uh, what are they called? Not getters, one of the like bomb shelter people. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are they fucking called? Packers? No, the uh, the people who are like preppers. 
He plays oh, one of the Doomsday, preppers. Doomsday Dooms, Preppers. Doomsday yeah. Preppers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's we, a nice segue into the show that I watched. Okay. Doomsday Which Preppers. Is, not done yet. Doomsday yeah. Preppers is great. Great show. No, it was that. I finished that <laughs> show Silo. Oh, yeah. On Apple yes. TV. Yes. Silence. No, Silo. Silo. Silo no, but These people that live. Oh, people mean, that live underground. And you liked it? <clears throat> the first three episodes are good, and the last three episodes are good. And then the four in between are pretty slow. Yeah. But after I finished it, I think Common's kind of growing on me. Yeah, he's good. But I think he's good. Yeah, he's good for that role because he kind of plays just like a brooding asshole, like power hungry dude. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it kind of like the big reveal at the end, I won't say anything, but I mean, I, it's, it's pretty predictable, at least for me. I was like, oh, that's unsurprising that. They show that because the main character Rebecca Ferguson, like, she uh, basically starts like like tries to show everybody that li- the silo is a lie and mm-hmm. that everything's okay up top, which oh, is like mm-hmm. that movie I was talking about last week, City of Ember, which is like, yeah, it's just some dude who doesn't want things to change and they don't want everyone to go back up top now that it's safe. And you've read the books? No. Okay. I didn't um, even know they were based on books. Yep. So, but then I, I was looking up the books, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll read these. And then I saw they were like 600 pages. Yeah, I've heard good, nothing but good things about the books. So, <laughs> so that's my next pick for the book club. Have <laughs> fun, boys. Say. 600 yeah. pages. Oh, wow. And there's three of them. I don't know if the other two are that long. Wowzer, wowzer. Um, well, so I don't know if we talked about Platonic. Did we talk about that show last week? Oh, yeah, a little bit. Maybe, that... maybe that was like when we were at Slappers. Oh, that could have been. Yeah, well, been. refresh my memory on what Platonic uh, is. Platonic's the Seth Rogen TV. Oh, we did. Talk you about did it talk yesterday. about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, you were all things Seth Rogen for some reason. Yeah, for some reason. I mean, I guess because that show is decent, um, and I did not expect it to be. And it actually wraps up the season pretty good. And he's so. in it. He's in it. Yep. And it's uh, him, Rose Byrne, who I think she's awesome. I think she's super funny. Yeah, okay. I saw her so in a play. It's the, the neighbors. Like yep. they reunited. Exactly. You saw her in a play, you said? Yeah, in New York at BAM in Brooklyn there. Nice. Uh, what was the play? It was the one with, it was just the two, her and uh, the dude from Boardwalk Empire, the Jimmy Cavaletti. Steve Buscemi? Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, cool. So you like that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm looking was at she good? Is she, like, she uh, speak in her British accent or is she Australian? I don't know which one she is. That Medea, sounds Australian. Medea is what I saw her in. Medea. Cool. Medea? Medea. Whatever this is with the dude, oh. uh, Bobby Ca- Cannava- Cannavale. Oh, Bobby, Car- Bo- Bobby Carnavale. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's good. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Um, I saw Sarah Silverman's new <laughs> special, Someone You Love. Um, that was really good. Mm. And that's that's pretty old. That's been out for a while, but just recently got around to checking that out. So that was sweet. Um, and then uh, what else did I see? Uh, Last Call When a Serial Killer Stalked uh, Queer New York is what it's called. And that is a documentary on HBO Max that's really good. I can highly recommend that. Um, so, yeah, pretty intense. Um, I be, you know, I do love a good uh, docu-series and crime series every once in a while. And this is, this is one of those. Even though they're everywhere and they're, you know. In the True much. Crime Podcast? Yeah. It's, yeah. They're everywhere. You can't you can't get away from them. But that was good. And then I uh, dipped into some classics too. Some of the Twilight Zone classics. I've been trying to get back into those. Um, so that's been good. But uh, yeah, there you go. I can recommend uh, those. And uh, Dave, we didn't talk about Dave on the podcast. But uh, Brett, have you watched any more? Talk about slappers? No, we I did. haven't watched. I said I was going to watch the rest of it. Right? Yeah. All right. So let's talk about it next week. All right. Cool. Um, 
you don't want me to if that's it? okay how about I just spoil well, it? Ruin? You, I think yeah. you already did spoil it. How about I just ruin it for <laughs> yeah. you, okay? Ruin my life yeah. again. <laughs> Every week you break my heart. Uh, I won't ruin it, but I will tell you that uh, season three was um, great. I'm going to give that one good or not good. I'm going to give it a good. Mm. Um, so there you go. That's Better than review. season. Your, is it your favorite season? Um, the last episode of season two, I think, is my favorite That's episode. Yeah, yeah, because it's so weird. But uh, this kind of oh. dips into that a little bit. That's not what I was going to say. It's so weird. That last one where he's well, like. What were you going to say? He's in that chamber where he's like that isolation chamber. Doesn't he come out of it and like him and Gaeta do that awesome show at the end though? And it's like all about friendship and just like. Or maybe is it the episode before that? Probably. The one where he's yeah. got like no hair. <laughs> yeah, where he's, he's like talking to yeah, like yeah. the Rick Rubin. And that's the crazy Yeah, yeah. Thing. That's, that's that my one's favorite. wild. Okay. Um, all right, from there, let's go to uh, taste. We like to do a little segment on the show every once in a while called Taste Test, where we try out brand new products, or brand new to us. And this is not a brand new product. This oh. is a homemade product. Oh, a homemade product. Ooh. Bit of an inside joke, but not really, because it was on the show. Okay, now, Clark, before you go get it, uh, you are, is this a is this a, a baked good? Is this a lasagna? Yes, it's a baked good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a three, it's a, yeah, really seven course meal. I could really go for some lasagna. I know. I love lasagna. With this storm right now, this is a perfect lasagna weather. This like 90 degree storm. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, You gotta go eat it outside and get (laughs) rained on. Hail. Well, Clark is a bit of a baker, I would say. Wouldn't you say that, Clark? Yeah, and a candlestick maker. And a candlestick maker. (laughs) So so we are very excited to see what this uh, could be. Brett, do you have any guesses what this could be? Um, Not looking. Don't peek over your shoulder. Yeah. I don't. Did we talk about this, Clark? Nope. We have not talked about it. So, Clark and I went shopping the other day together, as we usually do. Okay. And what did Clark buy when we were shopping? <laughs> no, no. I made that pasta salad, and I had to get salami. So, it's not pasta salad? That's the only salad? thing I got. Okay. No. So, Brett, you're aware of what a black and white cookie is. Yeah. You like a black and white cookie? I do. Do you like a black and white cookie that's in the shape of a yin-yang? <laughs> yes! <laughs> So we oh had we had this moment where we were talking about uh, the yin and yang of everything. Your grandma and, show the screen, and oh you can God. actually for the for people to know this inside joke. This was an episode, maybe two or three episodes. Yeah, ago. it was fairly recently. And we were talking about the yin and yang of things, the yin yang. And uh, Brett goes yin, and he didn't believe that it was yin, and he goes yin, yin, and then uh, we googled it, and sure enough, it is yin, yin and yang. Yeah, and I so thought it was yin and yang, but apparently. According to folklore, it's <laughs> folklore. yin and Well, I yang. just remember, I think I'm the one who originally brought it up because I remember having a necklace that, that was the pendant. <laughs> yeah. And I was like 12 years old and I a thought it was necklace. so cool. We should get this on a, a necklace. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We should get this laminated. Yeah. <laughs> it just falls apart. Uh, well, thank you, sir. I yeah. really appreciate Enjoy. it. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. This is the first time I've ever made black and white cookies. And then it's we, so harmonious. It's and, like perfect harmony. It is. And then we all give it a, a not good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just puked. Oh, my God. That's good. This is really good. Oh, is this filling? Hmm? Is there filling in this? No. No? Is there it's filling? It's icing. It's got a little thickness to it. Look at yeah. That. Yeah, it's like cake almost. I'm like getting crumbles all over my... Yeah, you just drop it's it. It's very chocolate right on your computer. Yeah, well, that is chocolate and vanilla. That's what is. a black and white cookie is. There it is. Well, 
I won't finish the whole cookie right now, so we're going to finish off the show. But I will start going off, going around the room. Yeah. We here on the program like to rate things with a good or not good. I'm going to give Clark's Homemade Yin Yang Cookie a good. Brett, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty good. Even though it comes at my expense of <laughs> not knowing it's yin and yang, which is fine. It's still a good. You know what? I didn't re-listen to it. I probably did say yin yang too. Is there, are they the yin yang twins? What is, like, for some reason I just thought of that. Oh, yeah, what music group sure. is that? Yeah. Some twins. I don't know, but okay. there you go. If you ever get the opportunity, ladies and gentlemen, try one of these cookies. <laughs> <laughs> You ran toward the sound and away from the musty, musty, musty old mold. All right, from there, let's go to um, our final segment of the week, and this is random news. So this is some random news of the week, and it is heavily centered around food this week. Uh, we'll start with, let's see, what should we start Lasagna. with? I wish. Yeah, if we could do a whole podcast on lasagna, that would be a dream come true, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Uh, but we're going to start with um, this that is um, somebody... Actually, before we get to the food stuff, here's another random weird one. This is a world record. We here on the show like to cover some Guinness World Records. Yeah. And so this one is... Only in Idaho and Australia, though. So well, if this doesn't occur in either of those two locations, I don't care. All right. Podcast is over. Thanks for joining us. Right. Uh, Noah, how do you feel about Ontario? Canada? <laughs> what right. part of Ontario? Um, Canada. Uh <laughs> An Ontario, woman, <laughs> an Ontario woman's unusual collection earned her a Guinness World Record She doesn't title. live in a city. She just... The city is, of Ontario. Is it, are we going to guess the collection? Is it toenails? What? Yeah, do you Ontario think toenails? Ontario is it? What? Are you guessing me? <laughs> do you it's know, a uh, province. Do you know... Yin? <laughs> yin? Do you know uh, what... Uh, take a guess of what she could be guessing. Or what she could be collecting. That's weird. Jelly beans. She confirmed that she owns 1,618... Different packages, toothbrushes. <laughs> wow. It's so dumb. Who cares? Everything, yeah. The irony is... Wait, because like, every time she goes to the dentist, she takes like a dozen of them? Yeah, maybe. That's the only way to do it. The irony is that she has no teeth. So there you go. She's got so many toothbrushes. But um bum From there, let's go to some, <laughs> uh, some of our random food news, um, which is, I will get to, they released the new food items at the Minnesota State Fair this year. Ooh. Yes. I didn't hear about oh, this. Yeah. yeah, there's some really good ones. They're looking... Well, we ate one already. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw we ate the cheese curd tacos. Yeah, which were great. Um, but, Oily. But before we get to those, let's <laughs> talk about an unusual Burger King item. I don't know if you heard about this. Mm, I did. It's offered in Thailand and is going viral online. Um, it is a real cheeseburger that features 20 slices of American cheese and no meat. Would you guys take a big old bite out of that one? No, imagine <laughs> how much salt that is. And once you get constipated, or maybe because it's fake cheese... It doesn't, because if you eat a shitload of cheese, it'll block you up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it sounds super healthy. It's like one of those Impossible Burgers. Do you uh, put ketchup on it? <laughs> you have to. You got to dip it. You got to have a dipper. Oh, well, yeah. I'd, if you if I had Is it a bowl cheese? of tomato soup. Yeah. Not yeah. really. I it's, saw a picture of it, and it looked like it was super airy. picture I have looks pretty melty. Is it just one? Ch no, it's 20 pieces. 20 slices, yeah. yeah. But just in one chunk? Or yeah. No? Why'd they yeah. do this? They run out of meat? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they wanted to probably create their own Impossible Burger. 
And with that, it'll be impossible for you to not get heart disease from this product. <laughs> um, uh, but there you go. <laughs> yes. So, so dumb. So dumb. Uh, but I will oh. definitely, if I had an opportunity, I would eat that burger like it's no one's business. Um, somebody, though, said I could only finish half of it, which is like, yeah. Uh, this is an insane amount of cheese added into one burger. Food is good when things are at the right combination. Um, yeah. And I'd say you'd probably only finish half of it because at a certain point you'd have to run to the bathroom. I wouldn't even eat. I, I hate Burger King. Do you? They're not a sponsor, are they? They are, yeah. This week, sponsored by Burger King. I, I don't even know the last time I ate at Burger King. I actively avoid going there if I have to eat fast food. I feel like there's something there that's good. Is it their fries or nuggets? I don't think there is anything good. I like their nuggets. They have the chicken breakfast. fries. I used to love their breakfast. Yeah? What did they have for breakfast? What was special about it? It was just better than McDonald's. It was... Yeah, it's not just had a good, they had a good bacon, egg, and cheese, or like sausage, egg, and cheese. The thing I used to get, though, in college a lot was a the tender, crisp chicken sandwich. I don't even know if they have that anymore. Because yeah. they have those like chicken sandwiches that are long. They're yeah. Like oh, a yeah. Hoagie. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were good. Yeah. I like those. Let us know if anyone's Did you like the ones where it was like marinara, like chicken parm? They did one of those, like a chicken parm? Yeah. Ooh. They tried? To. Huh? No, really? they, that, I think they still have it. Oh. We're going to have to research this. Yeah, tonight. let's no, do that. I don't want to eat at Burger King. Let's do Taco Bell and then Burger King tonight. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, we fl- we came home from a family trip, probably mm-hmm. Florida, and it was super late at night, and we hadn't eaten yet, and we went to Burger King in Maple Grove, which is still there, mm-hmm. I believe, and we had to wait like an hour and 10 minutes to get our food. <sighs> you guys didn't just tap out at a certain point? We've, it almost got to the point where we've been here too long. We yeah. might as well wait till we get our uh, food. Yeah. Nothing else was open. I think they were bizarrely open 24 hours. Huh. So you're just out of options at yeah. that point. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on from there, let's talk about the uh, um, the good old Minnesota State Fair and the brand new food yeah. items. So some of the ones, I mean, this list is too massive to go over everything, but some of the ones that I thought looked good were the uh, bassants, everything cream cheese and sweet corn. This is from French Meadow Bakery and Cafe. Uh, this has a new dish that combines a bagel and croissant in two flavors. One, oh, I can hear the hail. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two flavors. One's an everything cream cheese bassant that's been rolled in poppy and sesame seeds, onion and garlic flakes, black pepper, and salt with a massive amount of cream cheese filling. Uh, the other takes advantage of the season's harvest with a sweet corn custard and is topped with caramel corn. Uh, we got bacon-wrapped waffle dog. I saw uh, that one. That one that looks, looks good. good. Another one that I'm looking forward to in a weird way, people might think I'm sick, but I don't apologize, is the crispy lutefisk steam bun. Um, lutefisk. You like lutefisk? You know, no. Oh. <laughs> but I'm going to try it this year again. <laughs> um, yes, lutefisk is coming to this year's fair, this says. Uh, and it's a lye-cured fish. Yeah, from, it's so gross. Yeah, yeah. From Olsen Fish Company, and that'll be baked with uh, some sauce and stuffed inside a lotus bun, along with cabbage, carrots, cilantro, and it's topped with, with what they're calling yummy. Oh, yum cilantro. Sauce. I can't get it then. I would try that. Like it it tastes like soap to me. He's got oh. the gene. Oh, yeah. that's right. Um, dill pickle cheese curd taco, too, I'm also looking forward to. But you can check out this whole list online, but that I'm looking forward to. And I'm also looking forward to seeing you guys all next week on another edition of Not Good. 
We just ended the show, ladies oh, and gentlemen. That's it. That's it. That thanks, quick. thanks for hanging out with us right as the storm is starting. So yeah, uh, yeah. Starting power mic off. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, thanks for uh, checking out. Drop us a line at notgoodwithmattgmail.com. Um, and thank you, Nalo. Thank you, Unis, for the music this week. Yeah. And uh, um, Clark and Brett, you guys have a company named Blark, and every week yeah. you have to tell us about the new promotions you're running and kind of new items that are coming out, especially for the summer, this dumb fun summer that we're having. What is new coming up this week? A lot of dumb fun coming out for Blark. We're going to make a yin-yang frisbee. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, I want to plug. Uh, did we plug Hamby yet? Is that next week oh, or two weeks? Let's plug well, we it. plug it next week. Oh, let's plug we'll it plug this it week. Like, yeah. Let's plug it every week. Guest uh, until the show. Yes. Get, uh, family of the show. F- family member. Right? Yeah. One of our favorite family members of the show. And Andrew Ronaldo. Andrew Ronaldo helped co-write a cartoon with Matt Latterall, mm-hmm. who did all the animation and... The, a lot of the voices and his, I think it was his baby kind of, or his creation, mm-hmm. uh, called Hamby. Yes. And that's, they're doing a show at Parkway Theater? Parkview yep. Theater? Yeah, Parkway. Parkway. Parkway Theater. And they're doing a live premiere event in about two and a half weeks, yeah, I think it July is. Yeah, July 28th. There you go. So check that out. Uh, you can get tickets online. Um, yeah. I've seen it already. Have you seen it? Why, no. where is it? I got beef with Andrew for not, you know. He gave it. you a little sneak peek? And he told me not to tell you, but I don't know what that was about <laughs> specifically. But um, but it's good. I can highly recommend it. Good or not good, I'm gonna give Hamby episode one, good part seven, <laughs> dead reckoning. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> no, check it out. It's great. Um, yeah. So there you go. Check that out, and we'll talk about it too in the future episodes, so you won't forget it. Um, but yeah, we'll see you guys in a week. I love you. Yeah.